0: Welcome back to the Bobcast, season three. We are here. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry, we are a week late. We are uh, a week into the NFL season and ready for a great third season of the Bobcast. Uh, We had a great draft in the Naptown League, guys. I'm excited. We're going to have a lot of fun. Couple new faces to enter the fray. Welcome, Philly. Uh, but you have to change your s- team name, Phil. I'm really gonna pound on that. We can't have two majestic teams. You gotta change your team name. Uh, you lose on that one. And Paul, other known, otherwise known as Elliot Nelson. Guys, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Sorry I didn't get one out for the draft last week. We had a great time. We missed Adam and ryan down there and of course brad not being important person it was a lot of fun i loved how things turned out uh so i'll go over draft analysis even though it's a week late kind of quick thoughts who i think won the draft uh and a couple other notable things strategies that were used especially with a 12 team league now and then we'll go into the nfl recap last week which was very interesting Uh, It was, uh, there's still a lot of question marks in the air for for what's going to be a weird NFL year. So we'll go over that and then finally we'll get to last week's matchups, winners and losers. And finally we'll do predictions for this week's matchups which start tomorrow. So without further ado, let's get to it. All right, now before we get to the draft, I want everyone to know that I am recording this on my anniversary, three-year anniversary, to my beautiful wife, Jim. She has let me slip away for a little bit on this night to record it because she knows the loyal Bobcast listeners, we're, we're getting a little antsy, so no more text messages, guys, on when it's coming out because it's coming out. Uh, so just... Shout out to my beautiful wife for 3 years and let's get in the draft. So, I will go team by team. We'll kind of speed through it and get to some winners. We'll start out with Big Bar uh Big Burrow or Steel, Mr. Brad going big with Christian McCaffrey as his anchor. Josh Allen going to the quarterback. Loved that move. Uh, and also taking the risk on David Johnson, which looks like it's going to be a great risk as long as he stays healthy because they don't want Deshaun Watson to throw the ball anymore. They're now ground and pound down in Houston. Uh, I thought it was a very, very good starter draft for Brad. Uh, Not sure how deep his team is uh, going into the bench, which, of course, in COVID days, you never know uh, when you're not going to have a player right before the game. So I will say, Brad, I gave you an A um, just because it was I think you got a very, very good starting staff. But hopefully there's no injuries along the way uh, because you could be searching the waiver wire to to go from there. Next up after a big burrow steal, we'll go to Matt's majestic team. All right, Matt sticking to his horses, going big on Lamar Jackson and DeAndre Hopkins this year. Uh, it definitely an interesting move, uh, taking the rookie J.K. Dobbins, which looks like is gonna be a great, uh, great addition as he's the focused run game. Uh, but outside that, it seemed a little empty. Uh, I think you've got some. Those are the good front end. Joe Joe Mixon uh, don't feel great about that when you're on Cincinnati with no offensive line, and uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting. I think it was a very very average draft for for Matt, who in the in history has drafted very very well uh, in the last two years. So it'll be interesting to see how this team works out. Hopefully his workhorses continue to carry him. Uh, but again, an average draft for Matt. Let's go to Avery's team next. Avery going for value across the board. Quarterback, Dak Prescott, Allen Robinson, who might be out of Chicago Chicago here real soon. Juju Smith-Schuster. You know, they're all number one starters. There isn't the big powerhouse starter on there. Uh, You know, the top 15 fantasy players, but a very solid, solid draft. Chris Carson. Love that. Kenyon Drake could work out very well, depending if he can stay healthy, that's always an issue. And Amari Cooper uh, down there in the flex spot is not bad. Also, like your bench with uh, Ben Roethlisberger down there, uh, Marvin Jones. uh, Yeah, so very solid draft. I'd say you had one of the better drafts, Avery. I put you in my top tier of drafts, so congratulations uh, for Avery, who's looking for another season uh, to be on top of the league. Let's go to uh, Ellet Nelson with Paul, which technically is his first draft, but not really. He has been, I think, in the last two drafts or something. Yeah, last two drafts of drafting for someone else, but uh, here he is uh, drafting his team, uh, which was which was pretty solid. Uh, I like the I like the running back situation, James Connor. I mean, I, after last year, a little iffy. Carson Wentz is QB. I thought it was great until I watched him poop the bed this past week, so good luck with that. Jared Judy down there could grow. Joe Burrow, not sure what you're... Eh, I don't know. It's tough to tell with Joe Burrow. Mark Ingram, it looks like he's going to take a backseat to uh, to Dobbins, but could still be uh end zone hunter for you. Uh, Will Fuller, I mean, it's the same thing. He's definitely the number one receiver down there, but let's see how long he lasts on the field. So there's definitely some risks there. uh, A pretty good draft. Uh, Definitely you were an instigator more throughout that, trying to, uh, of course, drive up prices, but that's why we love you, Paul, and brought you into the league. All right, let's go to his brother-in-law, Lambo Leapers, looking for a recovery from last year, provided a great spread of Chevys for all of us and plenty of suds. So thank you, Lambo Leapers. Thank you, Kay, for being a good sport. Let's keep you out of the basement this year. Uh, but yeah, you were pretty disappointed leaving uh, leaving the draft. I do think it wasn't a great draft. I do like the Josh Jacobs call. Uh, Kyler Murray, I, I, was, I was high on him. I think he could have a Lamar year for sure, uh, was keeping my eye on him. Uh, David Montgomery, uh, of course, he had a great year last year. It's the injuries. He had some soft tissue injuries in training camp, so we'll see if he goes. But uh, a better draft than you had last year. I know you're disappointed, uh, but I would actually put you on par with your uh, business partner as a very average, average draft. All right. Let's go to Madcap, 81. 81. And as we get into here, uh, this was this was where I thought might have been one of my first losers. I didn't love the team. Uh, Austin Eckler, I think, is good. Mark Andrews was a great snag. But you came in with really no quarterbacks. You had to make an immediate trade uh for cam for cam acres for tom brady to get a quarterback on there which i think he'll do fine alvin carmere is your rock uh but as i learned last year it's keeping him healthy he's shifty and soft tissue injuries go ty hilton i mean well that was just a recent trade actually so it wasn't even you didn't even have ty hilton uh going into this. But Tyler Boyd again, Cincinnati's offense scares me. Um I thought you had one of the worst drafts. I'm sorry, but that's why you're making the trades right now. So you're rebuilding your team. I appreciate that, James. Uh but yeah, there you go. All right. After James, let's get to the champ, Elliot Nelson. Uh Elliot, I thought you had one of the better drafts. You went all or nothing. You went heavy on the top side. Uh, and then picked up a lot of value in the end. Uh, Dalvin Cook, I thought, was a great pick. Uh, Marlon Mack, up until this past weekend, was looking to be solid. Um, Matthew Stafford, you always love Matthew Stafford. So I thought you came in uh, with a very, very solid team. Uh, I'll get into what happened to your team now, because now it's pretty much completely different. So we'll see. How that goes, I'll get into that uh, going into next week's matchups, but I actually thought you had a first tier draft, Elliot. I have you in one of the top. Uh, you Avery and another person uh, and Brad were my top draft uh, drafts. I had Paul in the second tier and kind of going from there. Uh, so it was uh, I thought it was a good draft for you, but of course you blow up your team as soon as you have a sniff of fear after the first week. so uh, we'll see how that works out for you let's go to Neil pray to pray not play Pat uh going quarterback heavy Pat I think you had one of the worst drafts gonna be honest out there it was you didn't need the quarterbacks you didn't make the trade you do have two of the better quarterbacks that are out there with Patrick Mahomes and Russell Wilson so that'll work but you don't have much depth after that uh DK Metcalf he had a great great uh run there Ronald Jones could be a pretty decent call for you but just really didn't like how your team turned out uh i think you're down at the bottom sorry pat uh the three qbs did not help you grabbing the value players uh when you needed it uh let's go to blixem i think i said that right i think it's lightning and afrikaans uh adam you can correct me if i'm wrong correct everyone but blixem uh like the originality uh, you had a pretty decent draft, I'm going to be honest. Actually, I would put you in the second tier. Deshaun Watson, who knows who's he going to throw to. He did have a decent game last week. Uh, Julio Jones, still loves, still got it. Odell Beckham likes to be pooped on and also poop on the field after doing nothing last week. So, good luck with him. Uh, Aaron Jones, uh, another great... I know you loved him last year Needs he's a primary. It looks like... Uh, the Green Bay offense is gonna be a powerhouse. Going with Kareem Hunt, number two, not sure about that one. Love Darren Waller. Sammy Watkins, hit or miss. Sammy Watkins did the same thing last year, had a monster first game. Elliott spent all his waiver wire money on him, and then he stunk the rest of the year. Stefan Diggs, I love, love Stefan Diggs. I think he's gonna have a great year, especially now that we're seeing that uh, now that we're seeing Josh Allen. Can throw the ball now. I think that tandem is going to get a lot better as we go. So I think you had a very good, decent draft. Le'Veon Bell, I think that was one of your worst picks, and then he got hurt too right away. He's on your IR now. That was not great, Uh, but everything else, I think you're solid. You filled in your team well, and uh, I thought you had a very, very uh, good draft. All right, from Blixom, let's go to Phil's majestic team. Seemed to be another team later. Uh, For the first time, Phil, you did good. Oxen drafts are hard. I think you have done it before. Uh, I like the Miles Sanders pitch. Uh, Saquon Barkley, two solid uh, running backs in there. Uh, Thins out at wide receiver a little bit with Adam Thielen and Michael Gallup. Drew Brees, we'll see. He looked really, really old this weekend. So we'll see how long he lasts. Uh, But for your first time, it's definitely not one of the better drafts out there, but I'll give it to you. Uh, so, I appreciate it, Phil, and change your team's name. Alright, then we will go to my team. I left not too happy, uh, but i it's growing on me. I mean, there's still, places, still room to grow. I went with upside. So, of course, Cam Newton I thought was a value, got him. Tyreek Hill was one of my heavy hitters, and Derrick Henry hitched my wagon to those guys. We'll see how that turns out. Keenan Allen... I think my ride receivers between Marquise Brown as well are uh, are pretty solid across the board. I don't have any big scorers. I was hoping Derrick Henry could be that big scorer for me. Jonathan Taylor, that was my pickup. I heard rumblings. He was kind of in the fight for uh, running back one on on in Indianapolis. And, and he now is officially running back one now that Marlon Mack's out. So that was lucky. Austin Hooper was not great, but now that Joku's out, Austin Hooper's number one. We'll see if that works out. And then went for value. Debo, of course, is out three weeks. We'll see if he comes back. Uh, Chase Edmonds, I went off of going that Drake isn't going to stay healthy and Edmonds would come in. And then Leonard Fournette, he got tempting being so cheap. Uh, He's got talent, and we'll see if he can move up the depth chart as the years goes on. It could have been one of the biggest wastes of money in a pick that I had, but we'll see. As average draft for me will go. I'm going to be honest with myself. It It's growing on me. Now we get to the honeymooners. Oh, the honeymooners. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan. I am sorry, ma'am. You guys were out enjoying the sun. You and your beautiful new wife just basking in your honeymoon on the beach. Probably sipping a couple cocktails. You know, just really enjoying the sun. You're going to come back red red or tan maybe it's turned to tan already but you're just going to be in a bliss and uh yeah we'll see then you'll see what ryan tillman did to your team that was one of the most interesting drafts i have ever seen ryan tillman did nothing and then exploded on the scene and somehow filled the team out while still having fifty dollars left in his bank account which i have never seen before on top of that ryan tillman i really hope you listen to this uh, you have a new enemy in Elliot. You were snaking picks from Elliot, left and right. I thought he was going to punch you in the face, run to your house, wherever you are, punch you in the face. And then, on the other side, Avery decided to start messing with them and was starting to jack up the price, which I don't think Ryan knew. Or, or, yeah, Ryan didn't know at all. So, I am sorry, Ryan. I think you probably had the worst draft you got handed a rough deck of cards, but you're making moves. You're trading. I appreciate that. Aaron Rodgers is great. And obviously, he was on your bench last week. I think he's going to have a monster year. Uh, I know you hitched your wagon to him last year. It didn't work out. I think it's going to be different. Mike Evans, who knows? That Tampa team is so hard to figure out. Cooper Cup, I don't know. The Rams, I mean, the Rams won. I don't know if they can do it. Todd Gurley, I do not like. He has no knees, and I don't think he's coming back. Uh, Mozart, I think he's running back one. Yes, he is running back one. uh, But, yeah, I think that might be a pretty decent pick. Rob Kunkowski, terrible pick. He sucked when he was uh, two years younger. That's not going to go well. C.D. Lamb, I don't know. A.J. Green could be good as the year goes on. also like the Terry pick. Mac Ryan, I think he'll put up points, but yeah, man, I'm sorry. You kind, you kind of got dished one there. Uh, I don't think Elliot holds anything against you, Ryan Spear, and Maddie, because I think you guys are co-owners this year, the Honeymooners. Uh, but Ryan Tillman might have to reconcile with Elliot at some case, but then again, who doesn't? So that was the big draft story of the night, uh, and hopefully, Ryan Spear, you will be able to join us next year and uh, get a get a proper proctor jafton so there are my winners avery brad Elliot, some second tier people and uh yeah going into week one so let's go over what happened in the nfl last week all right Let's get to the NFL scoreboard and go over in the fastest, well, I can't do fast two minutes. That's a boomer and part of my take thing from back in the day. But let's run through the scores of the NFL last week, which kicked off with Thursday night with the Texans and the Chiefs. And man, was it great to see football on the screen. Uh, The Chiefs ran away with it, in when the banner was raised, 34-20, the Texans look hapless as they take away all Deshaun Watson's toys and give him an aging running back, and now they just wanna run the ball up the middle and give Deshaun nothing. So the Chiefs look like they are gonna have another great year as they take that win. Next we go Seahawks-Falcons. And which the Seahawks absolutely dominated uh, the Falcons, Uh, Matt Ryan still had a great game, throwing for 450 yards, two TDs, but it was not enough as the Seahawks ran away with it, looking to be a major player this this year in the NFC. Next, you move to the Jets and Bills. The Jets stink and the Bills look a lot better. Josh Allen looks like he has matured, throwing for 312 yards, two TDs, while also rushing for another 57 yards and another TD. Looks like the Bills will, have a for- will be a force to be reckoned with, with a solid defense and an offense flourishing. Next, we go to the Mitch Trubisky of Mitch Trubisky games as he comes from the dead in the fourth quarter to steal one from the hapless Lions, 27-23, with Mitch having one of the best fourth quarters ever in the NFL, throwing three TDs in the fourth, uh, where some of them were just absolute bullets, and DeAndre Swift dropping the winning TD in the final eight seconds. The Lions still stinking. I'm not sure about Mitch Trubisky, but, man, was that a fun one. Next we go where the Packers just pulled down their pants and told the Vikings to look at it, dropping 43 points. And Aaron Rodgers, welcome back, putting someone behind him, making him angry, 364 yards and four TDs. Absolute monster of a day. The score does not give credit. Uh, the Vikings got some garbage points there. They were not close in this one. The Packers looking to run away with that division this year. Next, the Patriots with a unfamiliar fi- with a familiar face absent and starting with Cam Newton for the first time in almost in 20 over 20 years. The Patriots uh, take 21-11 against the Dolphins with Cam Newton. Carrying the ball more than people expected for 74, 75 yards and two TDs. Let's see if he can keep that up for the year. But the Patriots with an opening day win, looking like they can still manage a couple wins uh, throughout the year to be competitive and get to the playoffs. Now we go to the poop of all poop on poop and poops games as the Eagles give one to the Washington Redskins 27-17 as the Eagles were up 17-0 and decided to just lay on the ground and die in front of everyone as Carson Wentz spazzed out and threw the ball to the other team multiple times and handing it to him. It was one of the most grotesque things ever as the Eagles brought in a player who came from rugby, has never taken a true, not NFL snap football snap in his life to replace an offensive line that was without four starters for the game as Washington took home eight sacks. Oh man, the offense in Washington wasn't impressive, but when the Eagles give up eight sacks and three turnovers, that's going to get you. The Washington Redskins win 27-17 and are the only undefeated team in the NFC East now. Raiders Panthers Raiders take one as Derek Carr calls an audible using John Gruden's wife's name so that relationship is going well. Panthers were competitive in this one but cannot pull it out and the Raiders as they open up their new stadium next week win 34-30. Next we go to the Jaguars who are supposed to be tanking for Trevor. Oh no, Minchu Mania returns as he has an awesome game. He was 19 for 20 passing. They win 27-20 and beat the Colts as Phil Rivers looked even more washed up than he did last year. So it looks like the Colts are in big trouble. Next, we go to the Ravens, making the Browns look like their name. Uh, and I was going to make another Odell Beckham poop on your chest joke, but... I think I ran out of those. Ravens came back the way they went out for the most part in the regular season, thirty-eight to six. The Browns look as bad as ever, and the Ravens look like they are going to be a favorite throughout the year. Next, we go Chargers Bengals as we have the fat kicker on the Bengals missing one, missing the winning or tying field goal as Joe Burrow fought fought for an unbelievable drive in his first game. The fat kicker misses the field goal and immediately pretends that he has an injury in his leg. Classic Chargers win, 16-13. Next, we go to the battle of the old men, Saints, Buccaneers, 45-year-old versus 41-year-old. Bam, bam, bam! And they looked every bit that age, but the Saints still have so much talent around. Drew Brees, they win 34-23 as the Buccaneers look like a team for the quarterback who's been in the same system his entire career and they have not been able to practice in the offseason. Will the Buccaneers be able to figure out? Who knows? We'll find out in the next couple games. Next, we go to a great game in mid the smoke. Cardinals, 49ers, 49ers, hoping to pick up where they did last year, but no. Cardinals pulled out. Looks like we're going to have a fun year with Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins hookup. They were they were battling all the way. The Cardinals win 24-20 in an NFC West that looks very very competitive and maybe the best division in football this year. Finally, we go to on Sunday, the Monday night game where the Cowboys are just as much of the Cowboys as they ever been. They goof up the game where they are supposed to be Super Bowl favorites and the Rams steal one from them 20 to 17. Oh, it was so beautiful to see Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott in that stupid tattoo on his stomach. Yeah, it was bad. Next, it wasn't much of a game, Steelers, 26 over Giants, 16, Big Ben, nursing every injury he could even imagine every time he gets touched, gosh, it's great to have Big Ben back. And finally, we go Titans-Broncos, as the Titans missed four field goals from Gaskowski, a uh, Hall of Fame kicker. But you know what the Titans are going to do? They're just going to pull a tin cup and roll in that kicker out there because he's got to make one eventually, and he did. For the game-winning, game, uh, game winning, or no, sorry, the Broncos missed the game-winning field goal, and the Titans take that one for the win. Excuse me, 16-14. to 14. So that is the wrap-up of this week's NFL it was fun to have football back it was fun watching these games and we will now head over to our matchups for the week okay here we are now we get to our matchups this week it was a big first week everyone experienced experimenting with their new teams, and actually it was a pretty good, pretty good games across the board. And I am gonna start out with the one that is most painful to me, Was I have a podcast versus the champ. Me versus Elliot. And I am pissed. The final score was 95.58 to 94.1. And I couldn't be more disappointed. Both teams underperformed. And we were hoping for a better result there, but it was it came down to Derrick Henry and the Titans defense for me with all of all of Elliott's players played, and I was down. Uh, looks like I was down 20 by that point. That's all I needed. Well, I couldn't get it, and it was super disappointing. Elliot with Matt Stafford coming at 19.1, nothing strong. The biggest being Dalvin Cook uh, with 21 points and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, which was a huge pickup for Elliot, uh, taking the risk on the rookie. Uh, those two popping in, those big numbers, along with the kicker at 12 points was just enough to push him over. Everyone else was pretty disappointed. Looks like Mike Thomas is hurt. With a high ankle sprain, which is never good; those things nag forever. Meanwhile, it was pretty steady across the board. There wasn't any, there wasn't anyone that stuck out, and there wasn't anything that was that bad, which is part of the problem. Cam Newton with 25 points, high scorer for the week. Tyreek Hill with 13. Keenan Allen did have a great game. Uh, Tyrod Taylor does not look like a good quarterback. Derrick Henry with only 14. That was disappointing. Uh, Jared Allen uh, over uh, over. Uh, was uh gave more than initially put out with 11.9 points partly because uh he is now the new starter so that was good hooper was bad on a bads browns team and then Marquise brown with 12 a lot of those are not bad i just need bigger numbers from what i paid for and that's derrick henry tyree kill and i just didn't get that which was pretty disappointing uh on the benches it wasn't much better uh 33 points for me with me taking a risk on Bryce Love, Debo Samuel is out. Uh, and then we also, Sterling Shepard didn't really impress much. Meanwhile, on the other side, Daniel Jones had 23 points and Lazard on Green Bay, we'll see if that puts up a 16. But yeah, not very impressive weeks for the two of us, but Elliott pulls out the win, starting off one and oh. Next, we go to Bag Burrow & Steel versus Phil's majestic team, soon to be another team name. With the biggest blowout of the week, Big Burrow and Steel picks up where he left off last year with a 145.58 to 99.8. The big winners were Josh Allen with 32 points, Devontae Adams 34 points, Christian McCaffrey another 26 points, and uh, Johnson with another 8 points. Those are some big, big winners. We'll see if they're able to be consistent there. Meanwhile, on the other side, as I mentioned, Drew Brees looked really old with only 18 points, Adam Thielen with the breadwinner there uh, for Phil on 28 points, and now I know wouldn't have won with this, but Phil, you are new to the league, and we're really happy you're here, but Miles Sanders was ruled out on Friday. You gotta, when you have that big of a lead up, you can't leave him in. You gotta fill in. We do not like seeing zeros or buys on the board. You don't have to be completely locked in. Just keep the zeros and buys off the board. Uh, but otherwise, a great week looking down the list. Uh, benches were about the same either way, nothing, nothing too special. Uh, but yeah, congratulations, Big Burrow Steel taking uh, the high score of the week and also first in the league with the most points. Next, let's go to Neil to pray, not play, versus Madcap 81. This game was pretty close throughout. It looked like Neil Dupre could figure it out, but Madcap pulls it out, 116.5 to 113.9. It was very competitive. Patrick Mahomes with 26 points for Pat, uh, DK Metcalf with another 17, and John Brown with 16. Uh, Ty Lockett with another 13. It was just solid performances across the board, but it's hard to do. Tom Brady coming up with 26 points, who you just traded away. Alvin Kamara, another 21. Mark Andrews had a monster day with 20. And Mozart with 23. That was bad, even with minus four from Minnesota. Uh, but yeah, Pat, Russell Wilson with 39 points on the bench. That hurts. That would have been the win in the game, holding on to the two top two of the top quarterbacks right now did not pay for pay off for you in this matchup now let's go to matt's majestic team versus lambo leapers one of the historical rivalries partner versus partner who is going to be the boss for the week well it's going to be mr cape with a big bounce back from last year scoring 118 to 96 over matt's majestic team matt had of course his big scorers with Lamar Jackson 33 points and DeAndre Hopkins 22 points, but that was about it. As we questioned his team depth from the beginning, he did not break double digits through any other uh, player except for New England's defense. Meanwhile, on the other side, Kyler Murray dropping 29 points, Ezekiel Elliott another 26 points, and Josh Jacobs, which is huge for Las Vegas. Thirty-three points. That is enough to seal the win. Congratulations, Cave. Starting off one and zero. Benches were barely fairly high-scoring. <coughs> Excuse me, Gary Slayton, twenty-five points on the bench. It didn't matter. And Jake Crowder man, twenty-one points. Cave, you looked like you had a pretty solid bench there. Meanwhile uh jk dobbins was on the bench with 14 points uh definitely would have helped uh and then kirk cousins with 26 but who the hell starts kirk cousins oh and you have met uh phil rivers too well uh yeah didn't do much uh but yeah sorry matt k have fun being the boss for the week and make Matt, matt just do all the worst things for the whole week Next, we have the Honeymooners versus Avery's team. I don't even think the Honeymooners changed, which they shouldn't, their starters from the draft, which they shouldn't have because they were on their honeymoon. So that's fantastic. Against Avery's team. Avery's team with a strong first showing, 133 to 89. Dak Prescott didn't live up, but Juju Smith Schuster had a big game. Drake with 13 points. Chris Carson, another 21 points. And Cooper with 13. Finish off. Wow, Baltimore defense with 15 and another kicker with 10. You had double digit popping, popping, popping across the board. Meanwhile, on the Honeymooners, they had a great turnout from Matt Ryan. And Tom Gurley with 12 points but those were your top scores for the team just didn't, didn't work out from there uh, and then looking through it didn't also didn't help when you have Aaron Rodgers with 38 points sitting on your bench that one hurts that one hurts but we always have next week uh, and to pull it back through and finally we have Blixum versus Elliot Nelson. We have Ellett Nelson Paul pulling his first win in the league, 117 to 106. It was pretty competitive throughout. The big winners on Blixum, Deshaun Watson with 23 points, Julio Jones, another 20, and Aaron Jones, 15. Stefan Diggs with another 12, but then just couldn't pull enough to to break break up where Ellett was. Meanwhile, Carson Wentz pulled 19, just good enough. Calvin Ridley, 29 points. Kelsey, one of the bigger tight end showings, at 14 points. And Will Fuller, 15. Uh, there's a lot of double digits across the board. It was a very solid performance by Ellett Nelson. Uh, and the benches really really, uh, well, it looks like on the other side, Sammy Watkins, <laughs> this was the week to start Sammy Watkins week one, and that would have helped with 18 points there on the bench, along with uh, who was your TV? Yeah, you started Waller seven points. Meanwhile, you had Hawkerson on your bench with 14. That one hurts. That could have swung the tide right there, Blixem. But it looks like Ellett Nelson has uh, taken that one to move to 1-0. and Now, let's go look at our league standings as of now. Number one, we have Big Burrow, or Steel. Two, Avery's team. 3, and just a heads up everyone, if you remember how Avery's team ended, his team name last year was the Scrotum Queens by the last week, so we'll see if Avery continues to map out his teams each week, which would be always fun, because I enjoyed looking at what it would change to. Number 3, you have the Lambo Leapers. Number 4, Ellett Nelson, 5, Madcap 81, and 6, The Champ. Followed by number 7, the beginning of the losers, Neil pray, not play followed by Blixum, Phil's Majestic Team, soon to be named another team because it can't be named Phil's Majestic Team at number 9, Matt's Majestic Team at 10, I have a podcast, Crap at 11, and Honeymooners at 12. So, we will go into next week and look at our matchups. All right, let's get to this week's matchups. But first, let's go over some notable waiver wire uh, <laughs> additions. First, trades. I love how active it is. We've, I've seen a couple trains trades on my end. I love it when we have trades going on. Of course, I stated that on the first night, we'd have to draft Pat and James. The Tom Brady for Cam I- Akers uh, was right away. And then, of course... We have another trade uh, right now that just happened this morning. Uh, As I open up all the trades, uh, we have it between the honeymooners. Looks like Ryan's back on the key. And Madcap again trading Raheem Mozart to the honeymooners for T.Y. Helton and DJ Moore. Very interesting trade. Mozart had a huge game. I have no idea how to say his name, so that's why I see it really fast. So, sorry if anyone gets bothered by it. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. T.Y. Hilton, of course, is number one receiver. D.J. Moore looks like he's going to be number one, but I'm just not sure what that's going to look like and if it's going to be enough to to fill in that wide receiver position. Uh, but for the Honeymooners, I think Mozart, Mozart – uh is going to be a great addition it's going to help a lot it'll help tread water there for a little bit so i really like that at honeymooners madcap the more i look at this it's an interesting trade we'll see if it works out because uh yeah uh, it looked like uh it the san francisco 49ers were going to go back to running it down now our favorite segment of week one is elliot blowing his load way too early on the waiver wire Uh, Oh, man, he did. Last year, he had the notable $95 pickup of of Sammy Watkins. Well, this year, he is now down to $26, but he did spread it out, Uh, notably taking players that we have found he overpaid probably about $15 each for but he made the moves. He has eight moves on the waiver wire at this point, by far blowing away the next person up the Lambo Leapers at four moves. Uh, And we'll see how that works out with him, but he's the champ, I guess. We'll see what happens. And I'll keep saying that until he's not. Uh, So let's get to the matchups this week. We will start with Blixem versus Avery's Team. This one right now is slated to be a close matchup with Avery team favored at 125 points to Blixem, 121 points. Uh, we look down here. I'm going to go with Avery's team on this one. I think it's strong. Odell Beckham, I don't think, recovers well. I do, I know that Green Bay is going against Detroit, and I know Detroit stinks. I do not see Aaron Jones putting up a monster week like he did Uh, Kareem Hunt, I don't see going well. He's on the Browns. Uh, and maybe Darren Waller in the opening stadium. He We have Sammy Watkins in the starting position. Again, Sammy's a week one guy. Love my Sammy. But usually it's the second week that he drops off. We'll see. Meanwhile, on the other end, Allen Robinson might be getting more looks against a terrible Giants secondary because he's been complaining all week. Smith-Schuster had a great week. Love him, although he is questionable, so keep an eye on that. Uh, Outside that, yeah, I think Avery's team right now is looking stronger, and I think Avery's team takes that win. Next, we go to the champ versus Elliot Nelson. I think this is a new budding rivalry. Seeing how each person has the other person picture as their team picture. Uh, here we have Elliot 113 versus the champ 111. Elliot just got hammered, and part of the reason he has making, been making these moves uh, with uh, injuries this week, losing Marlon Mack for the year, and then Thomas with the high ankle sprain has been ruled out for this week. So it was a quick adjustment going through. We have Matt, jo- we have Matt Stafford starting again uh, and not great wide receivers uh, with Johnson on Pitt and Campbell on Indianapolis. And we still got Clyde Edwards and uh, Cook. Maybe they can pull it through. Meanwhile, on the other end, we got Carson Wentz. Oh, he needs to have a big game. So uh, we hope that that'll be bigger points there. I'm going with Elliot Nelson on the win, just because he doesn't have the same injuries on his side. And oh look, go figure, James Connor is questionable again. So keep an eye on that on Elliot's side. But I'm going to pick Elliot over the champ on injuries and scrambling alone. Next, we go to Neil not not Neil to play pray not play versus Phil's majestic team. to be named soon to be named another team. Uh, we have kneel to pray, pray not play. One twenty to Phil's majestic team soon soon to be named another team. One fifteen. I am going to kneel to pray, not play here. I think Patrick Mahomes has a big game. DJ Metcalf's going strong, uh, and just going through. Uh, actually, no. I'm reversing. I'm going upset here. I'm going Phil's majestic team. First win of the year. I like Drew Brees coming back against Las Vegas. Adam Thielen going against Indianapolis. Uh, the Vikings need that win. Uh, Gallup, I think, the against Atlanta. It, obviously, their secondary got shredded last week. I think Dallas has got stuff to make up. Uh, Barkley against Chicago. I think he just powers through. And Sanders is back, which is big for Phil. He will get primary touches, especially especially with the bad offensive line. There will be a lot of screen passes to Miles Sanders next week. So I'm going Phil's Majestic team over Neil to pray, not play, with the upset. Next, we go to Matt's Majestic team against Madcap81. Right now, Madcap is projected at 125 to matt's majestic team 119 i am going Madcap here going back to what my problem is with matt matt's majestic team from the beginning very top heavy and drops off quickly although i like uh sanders going in next game especially thomas being out against las vegas uh so i think he could pick up big points uh go through uh but again don't love joe mixon Uh, George Kittle is questionable, uh, and that is is a big one. But Josh Chauvin's starting. uh, I know he's projected at seven. He can get some extra points against a Houston team that looked to have trouble tackling the running back last week. So there is an upset potential. But meanwhile, on the other end, Tom Brady, I think, is going to have a better week next week against uh, Carolina. And uh, Chark with Minshew Mania, I think that could go really well. We'll see about T.Y. Hilton. Philip Rivers has to throw the ball. So that's going to be number one uh, and Eckler, but I still stick to it. I think Madcap81 wins this week with a powerful showing. Next, we have the Honeymooners versus Lambeau Leapers. Lambeau Leapers has an empty spot because moves are just being made. His two empty spots because moves are being made everywhere. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what the moves are. Uh, let's look at the bench real quick. Uh... I mean, I think you could start here. Montgomery's probably going back in. Uh Crowder, you know what? I'm going Honeymooners here. Honeymooners, Bliss, let's get the upset. Aaron Rodgers, going to have another monster game. Uh, Mike Evans is going to recover, although he is questionable still with that hamstring. Uh, but I think uh that's going to go well. And who knows, when Mozart on there, if he has another monster game, the Jets are not good at stopping the run. I think Honeymooners take this win against the Lambeau Leapers. And finally, we have... Nope, not finally. I am off here. So no, yeah, finally. Big Burrow and Steel versus High of a Podcast. When I need a recovery, this is gonna happen. Go against the big guns. Why not? Uh, so I am right now projected at 122. Big Burrow Steel 126. I think I am going 0-2. I do not feel good about my team right now. I really need some positive vibes. I'm in down in the dumps. I hate fantasy. I hate football. I hate Carson Wentz. I hate the Eagles. I hate their offensive line. I hate the rugby player that comes in because our entire offensive lane, line is hurt. I, I'm in a dark place. So I think I lose. Hopefully next week I come back and I feel a little more enthusiastic. I don't even feel like making waiver wire moves. What's the point? So we have Big Bro Steel winning against I Have a Podcast. I'm going to be last in the league, and then I'm going to have to buy food for my own party. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, that is a first episode of the Bobcast this year. Thanks for tuning in. I'll try and get one out a week. Sorry for the delay. Love Naptown Bowl. Love you guys. And uh, we'll uh, we'll keep talking, keep moving, and love some football. Peace out.